Before that, I'm going to play a little interview I did with the, the absolute legend, Susan Sarandon, American starlet. Can we call her a starlet still? She's 71 yeah, she's and looks she's 40. She's gorgeous. I've got a crush on her. She's been in Australia for Tropfest. She was a judge at the weekend. She's still in the country. She's up holidaying in Queensland at a top secret location, which I might know. Let's have a listen. Oh, if I swoon, you know why. Listen. Firstly, what made you agree to come out here? For it was so cold in New York. <laughs> um, I, I'm a big believer. We had, we had talked, I almost came once before, and um, the few Australian friends that I have highly recommended the festival. And festivals are just so important, not only because you can see films that normally don't get screened anywhere or... Films I've had doc I have documentaries that are looking for distribution that are very happy to be accepted at festivals, mm. but also a festival like this, which really encourages new filmmakers, um, not only helping them financially, but uh, just being able to talk to people that are starting out and get encouragement and get confidence. And I just think that storytelling right now is really, really important. What are you looking for at the festival? Well, I mean, I think the point is that you're supposed to be identifying filmmakers. See, not just what is the biggest crowd pleaser, but in a way, who attempts to do the most and accomplishes it? Where is the creativity? Is it scripted? Are there... What's... What's that like in terms of directing actors? Maybe it's not flashy, but it's the next moonlight, you know, something that is like really stylistically, which is brave, something uh, which moves you one way or another. But um, I think it's important to, to assess how much a filmmaker attempts and then how successful they are in moving that rock up the hill. It is an interesting time for film in general, but in these sorts of film opportunities and with first-time filmmakers or you know, up-and-coming people, it is an opportunity to say something. In my book, every film is political because it either reinforces the status quo, racism, ageism, sexism, or it challenges the status quo. Yeah. So uh, it's a powerful tool, a narrative. It can be difficult for young, any age film, it doesn't have to be young, but a filmmaker when they're navigating their way through the system, though. Because well, the I have system a son who's often... navigating his way through the system and yeah. has been where they're getting a lot of opportunity is online. All these companies that are starting to finance films for YouTube stars that nobody's heard of, but they have billions of followers or whatever. And so they'll, he's done two films through a system that I never knew existed, you know, because the studios are kind of monoliths at this point and they haven't all figured out even how to use the internet to, to uh, sell films, let alone how to reach people. And so a lot of people, young people or new filmmakers that are trying to navigate that and have their films are, are doing so by, like, self-publishing. Does that mean you do these sorts of internet yeah. things? Well, I'm, I'm, I, the film that I just did, which I don't know how many people will see it, is directed by an Iranian woman, director... Um, and it was YouTube Red, and Amazon is doing film. I mean, like, that's where a lot of the money's coming from. The last five films I've done have all been women directors, but none of them have been big budget. I wrote down on my list here, Me Too, how do we move forward acknowledging what's going on 
Well, the first thing is having a conversation. It's important to understand that the imbalance of power exists because of an economic imbalance for women in every industry. It's, yeah. It can't just be, it's kind of juicier to look at the entertainment business, but it, it's waitresses, it's nannies, it's every woman that has to keep her job that is, uh, has someone that's abusing power at the top. That's a, to create safe work environments is a very important thing, and that starts with discussion. It starts with making it clear that there's zero tolerance. You know, I'm raising sons that don't feel entitled to take advantage of people, men or women, because of their powerful position. I think we have to start as mothers to make sure that we're not only raising daughters that are strong, but raising sons who understand to be vulnerable themselves as a strength. We need, you know, male feminists. That's that's very, very important. I had bad business dealings with Harvey Weinstein, but he never, and I had no idea to the extent of this. But the fact that I think we have to hold responsible the agents, the managers, the everyone that enables these people too. I feel like in Australia we're very um, cautious. There's a lot of people still trying to shut it all, all down. Well, I mean, okay, you can do as much as you can about the past, but I think we should be focused on the future. It's just like, you know, what's come out with the recent tragedy with the um, shooter. Mm. Uh, our representatives have been taken over by the NRA. What we have to do going forward is vote out all these people exposed. We have to vote them out. Is that hard to be able to, to stand your ground in a world where, I don't know, people would tell you that you shouldn't have an opinion on something or you should or you should Yes, but you know what's worse is living with yourself if you have an opportunity and you don't. The things that I regret are only things that I didn't say or do. Even though it, I went through a pretty scary time leading up to Iraq and I've certainly, uh, in not supporting Hillary Clinton, ended up <laughs> getting an enormous amount of, and still an enormous amount of heat about that. The regrets that you have are the, the stand you didn't take. The thing that I learned that the, the most harsh punishment is isolation from your tribe. So if you're standing up at the Academy Awards and you're talking about the Haitians that are stuck in Guantanamo and then you get kicked out of the Academy and when you leave, no one will make eye contact with you and you become persona non grata within your tribe and that's very hurtful i want to jump forward looking ahead again just as we're wrapping up um two things one i want to just just ask you about some upcoming projects but firstly rocky horror thank you you're so welcome don't dream it be it i love that that that's lasted and i'm sure that's why it's lasted Love and you know, it. I took Natalie Portman when she was, I think, 60, when we were doing Anywhere But Here. I t she wanted to go, and I went in L.A. with her and Thora Birch and my daughter, who was like 15. And in front of the screen, acting out uh, the film, were two kids whose parents had met <laughs> acting out the thing. So this was like a, fan a legacy, and I thought that was really amazing. And that was a long time ago, so now maybe their children are... I grew active. up on it. I think I had a crush on both you and, and, your, and your husband, Brad. Brad, fabulous. As well. I think I had a crush on both of you. No, You've got a lot going on going forward, though. You're not... You, you're keeping yourself busy, and you're travelling the world to Australia, finding room for us. What, All what the way over at? here, what so you, far. What are you looking at work-wise? Uh... What, what you said you do a big one and then two smaller ones big. it just depends on what comes I mean I start Ray, the next season of Ray Donovan in New York in April yeah and I love the Ev and I, I love being bad so I'm looking forward to that that's <laughs> so much fun being bad so much more fun than being good 
There she is, Susan Sarandon, speaking to me a few days ago. She loves being bad. And is it weird that I would like her to be bad to me? I'm a male feminist, Susan Sarandon, if you're listening. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.